Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. And, man, we got to ask the question, what is going on in America? And uh, everything from train derailments, the shooting down balloons, spy balloons. Nobody knew it was a spy balloon, supposedly. And we let it go all across the country. And then after it... <laughs> Gave all of its messages back to China, then we shoot it down. Is that not is that not sort of weird? And what else is going on? We had a mushroom cloud, a chemical mushroom cloud that the Environmental Protection Agency has said is okay. They they purposely set the fire. <laughs> they knew it would be a mushroom cloud of chemicals. And then they've told everybody it's okay to safe to drink the water fish are dying animals are dying pets are hurting and, and so what's going on and and it's it's biden's epa it's supposed to be super clean this clean energy this clean everything and they tell the citizens in ohio the in it's east palestine ohio and they tell them it's okay and, and there's a big mushroom cloud that they approved to catch on fire purposely to blow up from a, a, chain, a train derailment. What is going on? I mean, uh, what <laughs> we are going to get into some of that. Got a clip from Sean Hannity, and he's got um, Governor Yunkin. Now, where is he, Governor? Where is Yunkin, Governor? Do you remember back a couple of years ago, he got elected Governor when Virginia's been electing Democrats for the past decade? Well, guess what? Yunkin won against all odds, and he won the state of Virginia. And some people are saying, ah, could he be presidential timber? Could he be vice president? I don't know, but he was on Sean Hannity's show, and we're going to play a clip from that as Sean talks about some of the Chinese challenges we have and what uh, Governor Yunkin is doing in Virginia because of uh, China's just... uh, the way they are trying to infiltrate America because who? Our president, <laughs> President Trump, when he was president, he did away with the Confucius Institutes around all the campuses. He, he, he was looking at all the spying that China does. And guess what Joe Biden's done? He's gotten rid of the Stop the Spying programs. He's gotten, gotten them off the campuses. And then it comes out the Biden Center in Pennsylvania, where they found some of those uh, documents, the the uh, classified documents that Biden didn't know he left there. Oh, uh, guess what? As part of the University of Pennsylvania, that was given over fifty million dollars by China. Why would China give a university fifty million dollars? Oh, why would they give the University of Delaware 
several million dollars. Um, mm, I, I, is this has anything to do with Joe Biden? Uh, we we need to have it investigated for sure. So, yeah, we got that clip coming up, and we got a clip also. Of, I think Tucker Carlson on Fox News. I'll just why he he asked a question: What's going on in America? And he had some good clips. So we're gonna uh, play that clip from his show from last week. Let you think about that before we get into all of this. <clears throat> a great show coming up, but. There's a bit of news that you're not going to hear on the mainstream media. I, I just about guarantee you won't hear on the mainstream media. But let me let me tell you what's going on in the, uh, I guess, the state of Georgia. And it, it's a federal pro- problem, too. It looks like the IRS. But uh, Stacey Abrams, you remember her? She ran for governor and came close and then four years later, this past election, 2022, she ran again, and she got beat again. This time, beat by more points than uh, she did the first time. But she has a charity that helps get out the vote. It's nonprofit charity. And according to a new investigative report, uh, the name of her charity is the New Georgia Project, and it has a potential tax problem. According to a new investigative report, the group is missing $500,000. $500,000. I don't think Donald Trump's, who was it, uh, Trump's charity, and it wasn't anything Trump did, they said, but uh, there was a guy named uh, Wasselberg, and he didn't report. He had he took some, uh, like a, what, driving a car, had an apartment stay in, and he didn't claim that as you know income on his taxes, so he's he's got sent to jail. Will Stacey Abrams be sent to jail, or whoever was in charge of her charity, would they be sent to jail for five hundred thousand dollars? If this is correct, we're just saying it's it, it's uh, it's a problem that uh, people are looking into, and now you want to we'll just show you a little bit it says the new georgia project filed its 2021 form 990 financial disclosure in january two months after the form was due to the irs and three months after the charity's board chairman fired ceo uh ufot abrams handpicked the leader for the group in the disclosure the new georgia project reports a 533,000 dollars $846 consulting payment and a $67,500 67, grant to the Black Male Initiative, an obscure charity run in part by you folks' brother, Edama, E-D-I-M-A, a former New Georgia Project employee. But here's the twist. You know, that's $533,000 plus $67,000 that you can you know you can pay these consulting fees and uh and you might raise an eyebrow you want to know where that consulting fees go and then people want to know because in stacy abrams charity the black male initiative who got the consulting payment says it never received any such consulting payment the group provided the washington free beacon with its irs financial disclosures which show it collected zero 
in consulting income and just $255,000 in contributions from all sources in 2021. So a $533,000 income or check went there. They said they didn't get it. So there's ethical questions raised by the missing money. And uh, it's, you know, the IRS, remember, they went after conservatives. Are they going to be honest and go after Stacey Abrams' charity? Find out where that $500,000 went? Uh, let's hope that the federal government can be fair and impartial. You know, if they're going to clobber conservatives, at least they can do is look at this. So... Uh, we'll we'll see what happens, but you're not gonna hear that on the mainstream media. They'll cover for Stacey Abrams. They'll cover for any leftist, any socialist, communist, and they'll, they'll cover for uh, and others. It seems like so. Maybe maybe our government say let's treat a Democrat like we treat a Republican. You know they went through Donald Trump's years and years and find uh, this guy Wasselberg. Uh, didn't report some income. They, he got some, they treat it as compensation if you get to stay in an apartment or drive a vehicle. And and so they just drug that one poor guy over the coals and he's in jail. So will somebody from Stacey Abrams' charity uh, go to jail, $500,000? Um, maybe they'll find it. <laughs> maybe it's under a mattress somewhere. But, just wanted to bring that to you before we get into this. What is going on in America? Well, I guess let me let me go ahead and play this uh, from uh, this uh, Tucker Carlson show. Let's just play this right now and let you take a listen to what Tucker Carlson was saying about what's going on in America. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. We haven't taken a poll. But it's possible on this Thursday evening, you may be wondering what the hell is going on in our country? There are so many unanswered questions, some of them lingering. How, for example, did senile hermit Joe Biden get 15 million more votes than his former boss, rock star crowd surfer Barack Obama? Results like that would seem to defy the laws of known physics and qualify instead as a miracle. Was the 2020 election a miracle? Honestly, we don't know. We don't expect to get an answer to it tonight. And seriously, Tucker, I'm telling you, you, you talk about elections. They're not going to like that. I don't even think Fox News like you talking about the 2020 election. <laughs> and how did uh, how did what you said, somebody that sits in the basement, get 15 million more votes than the rock star Barack Obama? How does that happen? How does that happen in America? Well, can't ask too many questions because, you know... <laughs> The deep state doesn't want to hear that. You'd be kicked right off Twitter. Oh, no, that's right. They don't control Twitter like they used to. So let's let Tucker continue on. So let's move instead to more immediate questions like all these weird things shooting through the sky over the United States and Canada that nobody seems able to positively identify. Should we be worried about these things? And then what about our infrastructure? the steel and concrete parts of America that the Biden administration has shown strange contempt for, possibly because they were built by those dreaded white construction workers that Mayor Pete dislikes so much. Our critical infrastructure appears to be falling apart. Is that a problem? Or can we, in the bright new transhumanist future our leaders envision, feed ourselves with McKinsey consultants alone? 
And if we can, how do they taste? You may be wondering all of this, or maybe you're not wondering any of it because you have no clue what we're talking about because the media hasn't told you about it. A press corps that's willing to spend a full week ignoring a toxic mushroom cloud over Ohio will ignore pretty much anything. So in case you're not up to date, here's a partial recap of events. Last night, there was a massive and as yet unexplained fire at a plant nursery just south of Orlando. The fire burned more than two acres of plastic planters. Now, burning plastic releases a lot of bad chemicals, including dioxins, which you don't want, and that's why you don't do this in your fireplace. When a single plastic beaker melted in Stanford Science Building last year, the school evacuated the area. But outside Orlando, there was no evacuation. Residents were told to stay in their homes. None of the environmentalists in the Biden administration, the people who claim ostentatiously to care about the environment, said anything about it. Nor did they have a lot to say about what happened in Tucson on Tuesday. A tractor trailer carrying nitric acid rolled over on I-10. Nitric acid is a carcinogen. Within two hours of the crash, authorities evacuated a small number of residents. They told everybody living within a mile to shelter in place. Then two hours after that, they lifted the shelter in place order. But then the next morning, authorities announced that they had, quote, reinstated the shelter in place order for a one mile perimeter around the incident. And then they told residents to, quote, turn off heaters and or air conditioning systems that bring in outside air. Ooh, outside air, no air for you. Well, why did they give this order? Because the first order, it turns out, was wrong. It wasn't safe for people to move back into their homes. So just as in East Palestine, Ohio, authorities, for whatever reason, expose people to dangerous chemicals. If this is incompetence, there seems to be an awful lot of it lately. And Tucker, doesn't remind you, but you know, this is the same group that got America out of Afghanistan in a horrible way. Most humiliating, most dangerous people died getting Americans out of Afghanistan because somebody removed all the soldiers and all the army and all the airplanes and got rid of the airport and got rid of the uh, Air Force airport, I should say. And then they tried to get civilians out. Oh, something was horribly wrong about the Afghanistan withdrawal. The leadership team is still there. Nobody lost their job for such a horrible, horrible uh, event in American history. Nobody lost their job. Wow. Okay, let's go ahead. Continue on, Tucker. Then today it nearly happened again. A freight train derailed about 30 miles west of downtown Detroit. It's a Norfolk Southern train. That's the same company that operated the train that derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. 30 cars went off the tracks. Fortunately, if the information that we are getting tonight is accurate, and we can't vouch that it is, the car containing liquid chlorine did not overturn, apparently. So that is, however you slice it, an awful lot of drama on our roads and rails in a single week. Who's in charge of our roads and rails anyway? Well, that would be the Secretary of Transportation. That would be Pete Buttigieg. He's in charge. He was asked about it today. In response, he pointed out that train derailments are not a big deal. Settle down. They're very common. Train derailments happen on average nearly three times every day. Uh, look, rail safety is something that uh, uh, that has evolved a lot over the years, but there's clearly more that needs to be done because uh, while this uh, horrible situation ha has gotten a particularly high amount of attention, there are roughly 1,000 cases a year of a train derailing. 
<laughs> Wait a second. You think East Palestine is a big deal? A thousand trains derail every year in the United States, says Pete Buttigieg, who presumably has the stats on it. Did you know that? Are you okay with a thousand trains a year derailing in your country? Don't a lot of these trains carry highly dangerous chemicals through highly populated areas? Yeah. So if you were Pete Buttigieg, put yourself in his tiny position for a moment. If you were him, wouldn't fixing that, this ongoing disaster, be your very first priority? Well, of course it would be, but you're not Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg doesn't care about trains derailing. He cares about equity. Trains derailing, that's fine. You're fine. You're so fine that the people who show up to test the air and the water after a train derailment are wearing hazmat suits because the air and water are perfectly safe as long as you're wearing a hazmat suit. See, there's a simple solution to this. Stop whining. Now, what does Norfolk Southern think of all this? We'd love to know, but we don't know because the company skipped the town hall last night in East Palestine, Ohio. Hundreds of locals had gathered to ask obvious and for them pressing questions like, why are thousands of fish and animals dying? Why? But executives at Norfolk Southern didn't show up at the event. Why? Because they were worried for their own safety. Why is everybody not here? Because they're scared for their safety. Hundreds of anxious residents packed a school gym here in East Palestine on Wednesday night, looking for answers almost two weeks after a huge train derailment released hazardous chemicals into their town, contaminating much of the surrounding area. But there were notable absences from the town hall meeting, including the rail operator, Norfolk Southern. Also not attending, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. The mayor says he's had limited contact with the White House, leaving folks here frustrated, angry, and complaining about a lack of information from the feds and Norfolk Southern. Wow, Tucker is really hitting it on the head. What is going on in America? What is going on in America? Wow. And... Where's the press covering this? Where's the press hammering about the pollution in the American skies? Oh, it's Joe Biden's skies now. If it was Donald Trump, don't you know the press would say it's all Trump's fault? In fact, <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, our transportation secretary, I believe he blamed the derailment on Donald Trump. Now, how long? Can American people put up with this absolute balderdash? How long? They had a chance in 2022 in the November elections there to put out their frustrations. But like somebody said, evidently America wants more Afghanistan's uh, withdrawals. We want more pollution in our skies because they keep voting for it. And, and and maybe America's just got to get sick and we're going to have to suffer a lot of sickness uh, before some people wake up and, and stop this senseless voting like robots because you want another stimulus check or something. Good gracious. Don't you know where inflation came from? Don't you know where everything we buy at the supermarket is higher because of the stimulus checks that were just being cut and it caused this inflation and it hurts the poor people the worst the people on fixed income our elderly in social security this is the problem of inflation it's the biggest tax increase is inflation and it was it was dealt out 
by this incompetent administration and we are still going to suffer. I hope we don't, but we it looks like 2023 could be a real suffering year because of these debacles and this leadership team. That's horrible. Now, I told you we got a clip from uh, uh, Sean Hannity who has Governor Glenn Youngkin from Virginia. And I want you to hear that so you can have some hope. <laughs> I want you to have some hope this week. Don't just listen to what's going wrong in America. So much is. But there is hope in people, in Republican governors. And Youngkin's not the only one. And I'm not saying he should be president of the United States. I'm saying he's a voice, someone who fought the uphill battle to win an election in the state of Virginia and against our odds, he is the governor. He's making things work in Virginia. He's standing up to China as a governor. And I'm telling you, if he could bring Virginia in to the uh, electoral college in the 2024 election as a VP, as vice president, or as a presidential candidate, it would give him some strong, strong direction. Uh, but in this... In this um, clip coming up sean hannity ask him if he's gonna run for president wait and listen to that toward the end and let me remind everybody you're listening to doc holiday's rock splitting politics you're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net and we're glad to have you we are glad to have each and every one of you but now let's let sean hannity listen to what he has to say about china what america's doing and what Governor uh, Yunkin of Virginia is doing. And then let's see what um, what the governor says when he's asked if he's going to run for president in 2024. Okay, take a listen. Now this week, now we do have some politicians that get it as it relates to China. One is in Virginia, the Virginia legislature. They banned America's geopolitical foes from buying any farmland in Virginia. Governor Glenn Youngkin also passed on a potential deal with the Ford Motor Company that he referred to as a Trojan horse for China. In a statement, Ford did not deny its business relationship with China. Anyway, here with more is Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin. Governor, welcome to the program. John, great to be with you. Thank you for having me. Well, first, let, let me start with the, the balloon part. Um, how is it possible that a president first allowed a Chinese spy balloon, they knew it was a spy balloon, to travel all across the entire country and then shoot it down after it goes off the East Coast. And then how is it that the president orders the shooting down of objects that he has no idea what they are and then says with, with certainty that it's not Chinese at all well, with no way to tell what it is. He doesn't even know what it is. Well, I, Joe Biden doesn't understand what the Chinese are up to. The Chinese have one goal, that's world domination at the expense of the United States. And uh, in my business career, I had the opportunity to sit across the table from uh, leaders in the Chinese Communist Party. I know what they're up to. And we have to react strong and swiftly. And he reacts weak and slowly. And all it does is open up a sense that they can push us even further. They're going to use every ounce of capability they have, surveillance through balloons and TikTok, 
economic coercion by trying to infiltrate with relationships and joint ventures that push them into our economy to enrich their Communist Party controlled companies. And they're going to try to intimidate us with their military presence. This is a moment to be strong and swift, not weak and slow. Well, let me let me ask this. And I got to give you a lot of credit. I know, like every governor, you want to bring as many jobs into your state, your commonwealth, as possible. Uh, when Ford Motor Company approaches you about an electric vehicle deal, I'm sure you are very interested. You turn that deal down because of the China component and relationship. Explain why. Well, it was, it was clear that the structure that Ford was using was simply one to to mask uh, through a relationship that really is a Trojan horse relationship to allow cattle, C-A-T-L, a, a company that is controlled and influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Its CEO is a member of the most senior industrial planning group of the Communist Party to get into the U.S. market and to tap into taxpayer incentives that are put in place to try to develop a non-Chinese Communist Party supply chain for electric vehicles. It was clear what was going on, and I didn't think that, that U.S. Uh, taxpayer money nor Virginia taxpayer money should be used to provide incentives for this kind of relationship. Let me stop this uh, clip right now and just say thank you, Governor Yunkin. Thank you for having, a, having an eye for your state and for our nation and saying this is not right. Why should taxpayer funds be used to subsidize this uh, Chinese influence, the Chinese uh, direction in business? Let's, let's help American businesses. How about that? Uh, wow. Okay. But uh, go, go ahead, Governor. And what we're seeing today, of course, is that we have a, a, a bipartisan group of senators who are calling for uh, real answers to tough questions about this relationship. And, and Sean, even today, the Chinese government says they have concerns that, that, their, that cattle's technology will be taken away by the United States. I mean, this is, this is a relationship that I was not going to see happen in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And, uh, and I sure hope that it gets the scrutiny that it deserves because it truly is a Trojan horse relationship for a company that is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. Governor, let me go to the other issue I mentioned, and I give you a lot of credit for this, too. Uh, you are not allowing Chinese nationals to buy up farmland or ranch land or land near military installations in the Commonwealth of Virginia. I hope that every governor in the country follows your lead on this. Uh, I think it's insanity that we're allowing this to happen, and it's happening with literally tens and tens of thousands of acres. Why are we allowing that to happen? They are our number one geopolitical foe. Yeah, this cannot be allowed to happen. And, and here in Virginia, we're home to the Pentagon and Quantico, the largest naval base in the world, uh, Wallops Island, where we are launching missiles for the government. And we can't begin to allow uh, entities that are owned and controlled by the Chinese government to buy up our farmland. And so we're just not going to let it happen. And it was swift and quick and proactive. We're going to protect Virginia's farmland from being owned by bad actors. And I think every state should do this. If the federal government, it won't get to it. And by the way, the federal government should get to it as well. This should be land owned by Americans or at least entities that we trust and know. And we cannot allow the bad actors to buy up our land across America. Governor, last question. Are you thinking about running for president? 
Sean, you are so kind to even offer that, that question. I'm humbled by it. I am focused on Virginia. We have a lot to do here. We've got questions. to cut taxes. I'll be really kind We've got to invest in law enforcement. Me. Most people don't like to answer that question. <laughs> That's why I was asking. Well, I, I am very focused on Virginia, and I think we've got an enormous amount to, to address with reducing taxes, investing in law enforcement, investing in our schools. You know, parents matter in Virginia, and we go to work every day to make sure that we are protecting the rights of our parents to make decisions for their children. This is a constant effort to make sure that we're advancing this agenda, and I'm at work every day on, for Virginians making sure that we're protecting their interests. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you, Governor. We appreciate you being with us. And I want everybody to hear that here, uh, Governor Yunkin. He may be playing a role in the uh, presidential election. We don't know. Uh, I bet he will be helping campaign. I bet he'll go around and help other candidates if he's not running himself for something. I don't know. A lot can happen in two years. This is 2023. I said two years. <laughs> that should be over in two years, won't it? Wow, can you see how quick things are moving? There's so much that's happening in America that we did this show, what is going on in America? But there's so many Americans that are robots that have learned to hate, and they hate so much that they can't see what's good for the country and what direction our country's going. There's so much wokeism that's turning into brokeism it's going to schismism. <laughs> How about that? Is that a word? Come on, America. We need more liberty, more freedom. And we can do it. And that's why I want you to have hope. Yunkin, Governor Yunkin's just one of many great Republican governors leading their states. And we need more Republican governors. What we need more in these big cities, we need Republican mayors and we have black Republicans who are running and winning elections, and I believe that can be the hope of some of these big cities that they, they say, we, we need help. Stop looking for the federal government to give you a big, big billion-dollar deal, and which Biden keeps trying to do, bringing, uh, getting people out of, uh, getting unions out of their pickle and, and uh, their debt for uh, retirement and so many of these uh, government employee unions are just sucking out taxpayer funds somebody's got to stand up and say here's the plan common sense we are Americans let's work together and we will see great days ahead of us just like Ronald Reagan said the best days of America are ahead of us if we put on our common sense hats and say we love freedom and we're going to stand up for freedom and those who want communism just go jump into a lake of fire how about that <laughs> as nice as way i could put it hey you listen to doc holliday's rock splitting politics right here webtalkradio.net great to have you see you next week god bless Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.